Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yes! What is up, everyone? And welcome to Twig Day Rosario's favorite podcast. And yes, we know he's Canadian, but whatever... This is the Soccer We Trust. I'm Jimmy Trashman, Group Choose, Conor Dino Conrad, also known as Jim, alongside Hollywood Heath Pierce, and Charlie Chuck Wagon Davies. And like always, we got some stuff to talk about, like the new FIFA rankings that just dropped and how the U.S. is ahead of Germany. Yes, fasten your seatbelts. We're going to get into that. And U.S. Men's National Team Interim Manager Anthony Hudson giving his thoughts on this upcoming U.S.-Mexico game that's happening in less than two weeks and his recruitment of Fuller and Balogun. And we're going to start a recurring top five segment where we rank the top five in a particular top position five, for top the five, squad. Mm-hmm. And this week, it's center backs. But first, a reminder, everybody, make sure you hit like and subscribe like I just mentioned. Uh, leave a comment. We want you as a part of the conversation. We love when those come in. If you're listening on your podcast platform of choice, make sure you download, make sure you follow, and leave a five-star review. We like those. Mm-hmm. And, and none of these four things. I mean, if you're going to give us four, just give us the five, okay? Don't be cheeky. And then word of mouth, share with one friend. Tell somebody about our podcast. We would love that. We want to build out this community as we lead into the 2026 World Cup. And, of course, finally, we want you to vote because we are a finalist in the soccer category for the Sports Podcast Awards. And we need your help. We want a trophy, our podcast trophy cabinet. Go. Please take a minute out of your day to vote. And that minute has to happen today because today's the last day to make it happen the link is in the description. Take those couple extra steps and vote for us. We would really love that. Now, before we get into the Do FIFA it. rankings, I want to ask our resident number nine, Charlie Chuckwagon Davies, how your new show is going, going morning footy. And, and also, do you even put any stock into the FIFA rankings, Chuck? No, but they're nice, uh, the, the FIFA <laughs> rankings. When you're high, because you know that bonus is coming. Uh, <laughs> every, yeah. time, every time yeah. you win. You're definitely yeah. high when you see some of these FIFA rankings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the new show, uh, Morning Footy, is is ready. Um, you know, When do you guys start? Tuesday, tell, tell everybody Tuesday. when we start. When do you start? We Tuesday. launched Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. I am so pumped. I'm excited. We got you know, the champions league in the afternoon, right? Uh, it's, it's going to be a, a big day. Lots of soccer mm. in your future. Chuck is what I'm picking up. A lot. Lots a lot. of soccer, 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 soccer. All right. Mm-hmm. Heath, talk to me about your FIFA rankings and uh, <laughs> you're yeah. not new show that you're working on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about Chuck's uh, upcoming show uh, for sure. Me too. Uh, Hope that hope that we can uh, we can. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's gonna be amazing. See, see, see that be become like yeah that yeah the the right that the the level that it, that it deserves to be. I uh, myself am looking at our our current uh, rankings in the world. Not really focused on where we fall into the category, uh, but I am excited about what the future holds because guess what? This GA Cup's happening right now. Philadelphia Union's playing against Real Madrid, and there's three oh nines on the field in a U15 match. So if anything. Let's look to the future because that's where our World Cup rankings actually going to probably line up with the level that we're at. This just feels a little bit, uh, a little bit inflated, like when Jimmy was ranked four in the world uh, for the U.S. team back in, back heading into. That's because I was on the squad, Heath Pierce, and a shout out to the Philadelphia Union U15s who took down Arsenal um, not too long ago. Yeah, four-one yesterday. They're Woo. playing right now, second half uh, against Real Madrid. Um, and, and the score and is. Business. 
Uh, zero, zero. It's zero, zero right now. It's in the second half. Obviously, they're playing uh, condensed, just, right. condensed matches. But right. there's three. This is a U15, which is, I believe, 07s. And there's three 09s on the field right now for the Philadelphia Union. That shows you guys are playing up. There's some quality, including um, Kevin Sullivan, who's, who's obviously the, the, the future. Yes, yes. I, I wonder how much longer he's going to be with the Philadelphia Union, given how much interest he is. There's a nice compilation video on Twitter if you want to look him up. Kevin Sullivan, excellent, excellent player. All right, let's talk about now, though. That's the future. Let's talk about now. The U.S. is currently ranked 13th in the world. Mm-hmm. Now let's Mexico talk about 15th. Mexico 15th. The world. As I was teasing before, Germany 14th. So. I Where's don't know Canada? Where's Canada, Canada, by the Canada's way? Canada's 47th. Okay, yeah. They're so the they kings got, of CONCACAF, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they... So so we got. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Kings of CONCACAF, Mexico, but, can't oh dribble, can, but can't dribble for nothing, you know? Canada 47th. <laughs> you know, we got to blame uh, John Herdman for running yeah, his keep mouth. Going, keep, yeah, keep scrolling. Yeah, where's Croatia? All right, all right. So, so Argentina's one. Let's just talk about top 10. They're on, they're on page two, Charlie. Argentina's they're on page one. two. France is two. Brazil dropped the three. I can't, I can't actually wrap my head around Belgium being number four. I just can't. Okay, those guys flamed out of the group stages of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. They got to be lower than four. England, five. Netherlands, six. Croatia, seven. I think they deserve a little bit more respect. Croatia. Italy, eight. Haven't qualified for the last two World Cups, so they won a Euros in between. Eight. I find that interesting. Portugal, nine. Spain, 10. Morocco, 11. That's a big jump. Morocco, 11. Switzerland, 12. And then you get to us at the 13. Germany, 14. These rankings are absolutely rubbish. Where was Netherlands? Where where did you say Netherlands was, Jimmy? Netherlands are sixth. Yeah. I mean, if you take into account, like, the strength of schedules for, like, you know, that's why it's a little bit surprising to me on on Belgium because they're behind the Netherlands and Nations League. Uh, and big matches, uh, and and Bel- and uh, Netherlands are are comfortable uh, on top of that, which is interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. But what do we make? I mean, uh, no problem being above Mexico. I'll take that every day. Um, all day yeah, every day. but before but, you before you even talk, I gotta address Christopher Walken. <laughs> I know. I even, before he, you even talk. he 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 lit a flame at me. I, I'm just gonna say, Chuck is triggered. He, Here we go. Opening ten minutes. Let's like go. There's new record. Hey, yeah, six, six minutes. minutes. Chuck's already triggered. Yeah. I, I I appreciate Christopher Walken because you're always. I know uh, you don't. No, that's a preface. That's a bless uh, your heart comment where it's nope, like you know having nope, said that. No, for real. Respect, <laughs> respect, respect to Christopher Walken. But Jimmy and I both understand how these rankings are put together. What we're saying is they are farce. It is. It, it should not exist in the way that they do it because it does not make sense. It's not realistic to what teams should be ranked given how they currently stand and, and perform and play. That's, that's my point. I'm not that triggered, but I am. I just want to get that across. Holla at your boy. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if there was like an agreement with FIFA for the MLS quota that they would keep us in the top 10 if we played a certain amount of MLS players uh, in every camp, just, just thinking through conspiracy theories here, you know, of how we could get this high. Listen, I, I'm looking right now on FIFA.com. For you mean free plugs, cheese Louise? Yeah, sweet. <laughs> for for how they figure out their formula, yeah. And it's like a fifteen page. <laughs> it's a fifteen page PDF on how they get the FIFA World Ranking. So, Christopher Walken. Okay, maybe I don't understand, but I also TLDR uh, too long didn't read. Yeah. Actually, I just want to shout out to Jimmy when he tweeted like, congratulations, Gianni Infantino on your reelection to FIFA president. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Couldn't, be, couldn't be more excited for, for the future of FIFA. Yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah, the whole like that tweet. I love when yeah. people try to claim stuff that I say in the podcast, and then I ask them for receipts, and they can't find them. That's my favorite part. The whole oh, FIFA rankings you thing. It. You deleted yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I, del- I deleted off the podcast. You deleted the tweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, right. I, I do yeah. love all the FIFA rankings. Is very much like that that one uh, viral viral uh, conversation where it's like. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna read all that, dog. Like, but I'm I'm happy for you, or I'm sorry you're going through that. That's what you know. It's like I'm happy for you, or I'm um, I'm sorry you're going through that. You know, that's, that's what I think Ooh. about like the FIFA rankings. That's a that's a deep read, and like tell, tell us what the number is so we can get on with it. But Charlie's right, man. There's some bonuses attached to that stuff that like I'd be I'd be gamifying that uh, strength of schedule, baby. You know. Yeah. Say, say, oh, Mexico's in the top ten. No, you don't say. 
Yeah, yeah. Can we can we uh, schedule that 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 mm-hmm. match uh, next week? That'd be great. Yeah, all April friendly outside the window. You know, like, <laughs> uh, a little so uh, eighteen thousand dollar bonus. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So so let, just to put a bow on this this topic with the FIFA rankings, do we feel like we are in the right section of? these FIFA rankings? Are we a little too inflated or should we be higher? Heath, I'll come to you. What do you you think? I think we're a little inflated, obviously. I think think there's just, it's really hard because it's just, again, there's so many things that go into it. I I definitely think that we are, quote unquote, top 23, top 32. I think we're in that range. I just feel like we have, we should probably get some results away from home against big opponents, whether friendlies or otherwise, to, to just kind of you know, justify, just justify it. There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're getting some comments. Or if the Philadelphia Union U15s beat Real Madrid, then yeah, <laughs> we should be in the top 10 for sure. Yeah. The day after beating Arsenal, <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty convincingly. Chuck, what do you, you think we're in the same? I mean, I'd say top 20. We should be in the top 20. Yes. I, I'd say top 20. Top 16. We made the round of 16. So, all right. Mexico being 15, let's, let's be real. They're not in the top 25 at the moment. Canada. Should Chuck not is putting be. bulletin board material up for this first game on April okay. 19th. Yes. Canada, 47. I, again, that's they should be so higher. Dis- that's so out of touch and disrespectful. Um, mm-hmm. Fully agree. It, 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 I agree. It, it's, just, it, it's hard to, to give credibility to a ranking system when you have Canada that – Weren't they in the that, 70s for a really long Costa Rica, time? Too? Costa Rica's at 39. And, yeah. and Canada won – it's just – I know it's probably over a certain amount of time and all that crap. But still. Yeah, but we're talking like realistic. Uh, and then I feel like Croatia at seven, they could be even higher than that. I don't, Belgium shouldn't be in the top five. I think England should be top three at, at this at this stage. Uh, but Argentina and France, I have no issue with them being. Brazil at three shouldn't right? be that big yeah. of an issue. Yeah. No, um, even though. Their results probably should should be better given the talent that they have. But you you you're like okay, I'm fine with that. It's not it's not egregious, but you could argue that some countries should should be higher and some countries should be a lot lower. I'm England's, looking at England. I'm, England's getting battered right now. Uh, underperformed in the World Cup. Underperforming in the Nations League. I don't know, Charlie. I don't I think we. Uh... So so I'm looking at 20 through 26. You got Japan, Peru, Sweden, Poland, Iran. Serbia and Wales. And I feel like Canada yeah, could like run it. with any of those teams. I feel like the U.S. should be in there. Whoa, God, Heath, where's <laughs> so, stop sipping on the haterade? Okay. Well, I just uh, hear I I I mean any, it, when Charlie go when Charlie goes full rogue, I just gotta support him, you know what I mean? But like uh, it's I, I like we we were talking about Iran and Wales and the World Cup and where we should be in, Poland, Sweden, like you know. Poland made it to the knockout rounds, lost to France. Like that's feels like a little comfortable area that we should be in. Little little nook, you know. We should be in that twenty to twenty to twenty six nook. Yeah, you got you got Uruguay at sixteen, Colombia at seventeen, Senegal eighteen, Denmark nineteen. And Colombia didn't make the World Cup, man. I know. Now you're handing out participation trophies now. <laughs> well, say with Italy, right? Didn't qualify for the last two World Cups, though. They yeah, won but they're crushing that's, in the Nations League. Let's go. True. They're crushing the, the, in the world. No, they they. They already, you know, Mancini's out there talking about how they don't have any players anymore and they've got to steal them from Argentina (laughs) to make that happen. All right, moving along. Let's talk about Anthony Hudson, the interim manager for the U.S. men's national team. Did a little presser ahead of this U.S.-Mexico game. That game kicks off on April 19th. And Mr. Hudson said, uh, with regard to giving MLS players opportunities in this one, because it's, as he said, not an open FIFA window, so they can't really draw upon all the player pool. But Anthony Hudson said, it is very tricky to get European players to come outside of the window in a moment like this. So the squad is obviously going to be a heavily based MLS group with, say, three or four players that have been allowed to come in. And I assume he's uh, alluding to European. Which non-MLS based players do you two expect to see get called in? And is Sergio Dest one of them? Now, that's not just for you two. Anybody watching right now on the YouTubes, after you hit like and subscribe, leave us that comment. Answer this question. If you're listening at any time, hit us up on Twitter, ISWTPod, and drop us a follow there too. We'd appreciate it. Okay, so which non-MLS-based players do you expect to see called in? Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think Des, why not? If he's not in any rosters, bring him in. We, we can probably use some experience. 
in, in that team. So, okay, bring him in, see where he's that, at. That makes sense to give, given that he's not even in the Champions League uh, roster, so he can't be included uh, on the Champions League. So if you're not playing in the league and you're not involved in your in, in any of the European competitions, then you might as well be brought back in. And I don't think they'll have any problem with that. Stefano Pioli will say, go ahead, enjoy, get fit. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So I, I think that's at the point. I think that's at a point with Pioli where he's like, I don't, I don't care. Like, if that's how you want to spend your week, go for it. You know what I mean? Name like, is, what? <laughs> Send his me a Oh, man. That's a hard, oh, that's such a but it's just the re- it's, it's a crappy situation. But like a change of environment always helps with that type of thing. So why not just like keep him close and bring him in? And you don't even have to play him, but like I think it's no. Easy. If you're gonna bring him, you play. Him. You gotta play him. That's the thing. That's a good question too. Like, do we want that opportunity to go to somebody else? Mm. You know, do we want to see uh, Dewan Chris Richards? Chris Richards? Can we call him in? I bet you they don't let him go. If he didn't come into the last one, when we knew he was healthy, or maybe he's nursing something, I don't think they're gonna let him go in for a one midweek game type thing well, i i i i think want to impress him right you you don't want to leave you want to give every opportunity to to yeah like my club's first priority yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh kevin Paredes, i wouldn't mind that but it seems like he's yeah he's coming off finding his way a little bit mm-hmm. uh, paxton aronson would be another one uh also, taylor booth i'd love to see taylor booth in the game, game. Also, like starting to play. I know, right? I know, I know, I know, I know. When you're up, when same. you're that close, you're like, nope, I'm staying here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not coming in. Yeah, so I wonder who those three or four are going to come in. But uh, Des is an interesting one. What do you got? Any other, any other names that we could potentially consider? Well, Kai seven eighteen in the YouTube comment section said, "Slow Nina, I really like that." Him coming in, he's been great in the uh, youth with of Chelsea playing. That makes sense to me to bring him in because Turner and Stefan uh, are your one and two. You have Horvath as your three. Mm-hmm. I'd say I'd say Sonina is your fourth, and he's the one with the highest ceiling and potential. So bring him in. Do you think hey, uh, we, we should consider him some new 20s because they're getting prepared for the World Cup? You could bring in a Jack McGlynn, who actually mm-hmm. looked very good. for mm-hmm. not, not that that's a surprise. For Philadelphia Union against Atlas in the CONCACAF Champions League. I almost scored, scored a banger josh uh, winder would be another good one before he leaves to go to benfica uh darren yappy i wouldn't mind seeing him come in jonathan gomez uh caleb wiley from atlanta united oh yappy is is all 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 20 of all all 20 of the teenagers from the from the revolution i'll take them to the u15 philadelphia union team because they're absolutely (laughs) running shot on everybody Uh, at this tournament uh, I mean, it, it, there there are some there are I I would think that some good I mean, and this this goes back to a comment that at um, Christopher Walken made because clearly he's on he's on a streak today. <laughs> he's called us dead wrong, bringing surge and driving confidence more than like ninety percent of our players. Got him today. Yeah. Don't do, do him dirty, calling him in for him for for this type of game. I the the problem is is that if I was in his situation. And somebody called me into a game to play against Mexico. I'd be so stoked. There is not a single national team game that a player gets called into that they aren't excited to go to. And if you if, if that is a game where you think that that's like a, a game that means nothing, believe me, that's still U.S. Mexico. If you remember, we've had a few of these in the past, and it was th- these were these were scraps. You know, like this. There's gonna this is where you can rebuild. You know, we go back to, and- to Gold Cup final, right? That was against Mexico with with our quote unquote. Uh, B team, yes, it's a tournament, but still, it's a, it's an you're playing Mexico, and it's a friendly chance to show yourself. Well, I yeah, I agree with that point there, Heath. Dog. Where it's, it's 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 one thing to have a January camp where you're the opponents you're playing against are, aren't as strong as you would like, or they're not bringing their full teams. And even if Mexico doesn't, and we don't have our full team, this is still an unbelievable opportunity for us to evaluate players in a high pressure situation that might not be able to be replicated in a January camp per se. And and when you play against Mexico, it's just a different gravy, a different sauce, a different feeling. And I think that would be a really an amazing opportunity to say that guy can handle the pressure. That guy can't. And, well, now Christopher uh, Watkins making sense. So I'm good with that. What he just threw on the screen. Uh, now he's making sense. So I'm good. <laughs> if Jimmy had said it, I'd still disagree. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I respect the consistency. Now he's making sense. Now he's making sense. I'm good with it. I'm good with whatever you say for the rest of the day, Christopher. I love that. Uh, so So Charlie. There are talk now yeah. that Diego Coca, the manager for Mexico, is considering bringing Chicharito in, which would be a good opportunity for our 
center backs or young center backs, maybe. Um, maybe we'll see a Walker, Jalen Neal combination or or some kind of iteration of that. But what do you think about Chicharito maybe coming back into the fold for Mexico? Um, it's a position that they haven't been able to fill since since he hasn't been included in, in the U.S. Uh, in Mexico's national team just because no one's scoring goals. No one's taking their opportunity. And they've tried. But why wouldn't you give Chicharito another opportunity if – if he is healthy, if he is scoring goals and producing, and he's been injured up until this point. But I think if you're the Galaxy, you're saying yes, because you're now you're going to get a motivated, hungry Chicharito who's tr- still trying to prove himself because he feels that he has enough quality to play. And so now he gets that opportunity. So it's almost like you, you have that carrot dangling in front of him to get him to stay healthy, to keep him motivated, to score goals. It, it's it's a it's a win win for the galaxy, and then for Chicharito, I think it's he still has he doesn't feel like that is that has um, that chapter is closed that book is closed, and that he still has a little bit more left in the tank. So it's a good thing, and and I saw some some shouts for Richie Ledesma to get a call for the U.S. Mm, that's a good shout. Team. I like that one, and I really liked what I saw from him in in his substitution appearance against the Revolution, just. Tidy feet. You know that he has quality. A, a step above uh, the the a lot of the other U.S. Uh, midfielders. So it, it would be a great opportunity to get him on the pitch and see what see what he's about. Uh, he's not even starting. Like wow, the guy is he's not starting because he just, just came, like, over, a, came over from PSV. Just yeah, taking, taking like, a shower not, in the haterade today. I'm he, not. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just pointing out. Like I do think he's quality, but like he's not starting. Like in his in his club team. That's like, oh, Christian's not starting. Should he not go in? <laughs> oh, you, know, like, you can't have this. Yeah, Musa's can't, not oh, starting. I'm just not, saying, not, you're throwing out this form. Morning, he just he can't not it. start on an MLS team and get called into the national team. That's my <laughs> take. You guys are my the goalposts on the evaluation here. My man's not fit yet. Of course he's going to start in, in the New York City FC midfield when he's fit. He hasn't played in a while. He just came across uh, the, the ocean from, from Holland. Of Give him time. But my point is, my guy can play. Um, and I see some, much, shout, shout, some shouts for, for, for the Revs, Noel Buck, who's, who's – Yeah, why not? A like this is, why not? This is a good well. game to try this type of stuff. Right or bring players in and see how they fit. My, the group and- my only hesitation with the younger players from the Revs, you know, you, you, is that if you give them this opportunity so so early, you know, it's not like he's had a full season of playing consistently, and you're saying, oh, it, this is so short term. Do do you give call ups to young players with only a, a month under their belt? That would that would be my my thing versus. As, Someone who's as been grinding Heath, for a few years, as, as Heath would say, the the best defensive midfield option in the Aiden Morris. In Morris, yeah, um, statistically, yeah, no one. Right. <laughs> statistically, <laughs> all right. We're gonna take our first break of soccer with trust. When we come back, we're gonna get into a little bit of a debate about our top five U.S. men's national team eligible center backs. So do not go anywhere. Like, call it what you want, which we know is your favorite podcast about the beautiful game. Viore is committed to delivering a great experience for everyone which is highlighted by their new perspective on performance apparel. Everything is designed to work out in, but doesn't look or feel like it. In fact, I'm rocking their Stratotech polo right now, along with their Sunday performance jogger pants, so I can be business on top when I'm on camera, but super comfortable on the bottom. And it's just the best. Fiori gear is incredibly versatile, and it can be used for just about any activity. Running, training, swimming, lounging around, hosting podcasts, doing errands, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. And for our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash call it. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash call it. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash call it and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now if you are a u.s based fan of the beautiful game paramount plus is an absolute must-have subscription from nwsl to the champions league to Serie A and so much more in between not sure if it's for you what are you even talking about that's not even possible but they're going to give you a one month for free of Paramount Plus by using the code NWSL2023. That's NWSL2023. And we highly encourage you to take advantage of this, especially with the NWSL kicking off and getting into full swing. And because Serie A is going to have an exciting conclusion with Napoli potentially winning the Scudetto for the first time in 30 years and the Champions League and Europa League knockout rounds are in full swing as well. So go make that happen. And welcome back to In Soccer We Trust. Hit the likes, hit the subscribes, hit the follows, leave us reviews. We love all that type of stuff. I'm Jimmy Conrad alongside Charlie Davies and Heath Pierce, and we're going to get into a little bit of a debate, a little top five. Now, I feel like we got to decide, boys, on what this means. Is it the top five center backs right now, or is it the top five center backs that we think we're going to see in 2026, which I think probably leaves us up for more of a discussion than maybe what's right now, because some of it feels... Well, I would say right right now, and since you are our resident center back, Jimmy, why don't you give us your top five? Mm. Right now. Right now. At this very moment. God, right now. Well, well, well Tim, Tim, Tim Reams, our number one. He's our, he's our resident Yoda. Our, our old wizens has all the answers, keeps things simple, less is more type vibes about him, very calm, composed. Good pass to the ball. He's our number one. Then number two, I think it's a little. I think I think that's where it's murky. Open. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Well, let me let me just ask parameters wise. Are you just saying these are our five best at the moment, or like are we talking about two and that's, two and a, and a one from a depth chart? Like, or are we just saying here are the five guys most informed? Five, as in your top five center backs. Who is number one? Who was number two? Not but right not now. Including, Chuck, yes, Chuck not pairings. Right not, now, not not twenty twenty six. Not pairings. Not twenty twenty six. In order, mm-hmm. who is the best center back in this pool? Mm. Okay, I go Tim Ream. I, I'm not gonna to, to change my. I, I, John Brooks has picked up his game. Um, it seems to be sharpening it up right now for Hoffenheim under uh, Marazzi, and they've uh, started to put some results there as they work their way out of relegation trouble in the Bundesliga it's it's whether I think he's super talented or not it's it's we're not even considering him moving forward so that that throws a wrench into things too right so I'm kind of just talking out my thoughts with everybody and you guys can make fun of me if you'd like (laughs) but uh no problem I, I, Jimmy, I, uh, Jimmy would not like the comments to turn on him today. So we no, we, no, no. no. About I, I don't read the comments Anthony. in real time like you guys do. So <laughs> I, guys, I, uh, um, I I'm, I'm not, I'm not putting in any of these. Listen, order, guys, but, uh, I'm, being very, I'm, I'm being vulnerable you with think? you right now. I'm being very vulnerable <laughs> with you right now. So, uh, I wish Chris Richards would play more. It just doesn't make it. I know that it's there, and and I want to see what that looks like. But there is some form that has to come into this. I, I, US, I think, US I think t- national team only on Twitter. Jimmy's top five. Uh, Chris Richards is out because he does not play. He's out. 
No, I'm not saying he's out. He's just not like okay. number two. I'm talking about number two. All so right, so two. Dream is one. I'm yep. gonna I honestly, because I maybe I'm trying to will this into existence, but I, I like Miles Robinson at number two. I okay. think he is he is good. I, I like how he plays. I like him in one v one situations. I think his reading of the game continues to get better, and that's only gonna improve as he gets older. He'll be 28 when the 2026 mm-hmm. World Cup comes around. That is that is the sweet spot for center backs, I think, where you learn a little bit, but you're not completely uh too slow. Tim Ream's gonna be 38. So okay, okay I'm I'm just going through this. So Tim Ream. Miles Robinson. I'll say I'll say Chris Richards and Walker Zimmerman are kind of right now, right now, threes. And then like it's Cameron. Well, maybe Cameron Carter Vickers is in there. God, they're all kind of threes for me. So Richards, I, I'm gonna throw Walker in there. I, I said, think Jimmy playing the eight-man back, back line again. Jimmy. Yeah, no, no, no. Just, I, said, I got give one, me, two, give me one, two, three, four. You know five. what? You're not. I, I'm not making those rules. I'm gonna I'm gonna go all threes from there. Okay, sorry. I like that. I'm, I'm dodging. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for, all ones. Okay. No. <laughs> no one two. Oh. I gave you my one two, who I'd like to see start ultimately. Yeah. Okay. Reem, Reem, and Miles, and I thought that their pairing. You could see they were working together to hold a high line. I like that. I think that's a good pairing for us moving forward. All right. But uh, yeah, keep going. Maybe I'll maybe I'll separate it as I hear you guys. I I, I would say I would go with Tim Reem one. Uh, yeah. I would actually go Miles Robinson. Uh, two, just because I think that that again, I can't I can't deny the other option. I'd go actually maybe CCV too, um, but I'm gonna go with Miles Robinson just because a little bit of a recency bias of of just him being back and looking sharp and knowing that like he's nearing the level that that I think made him top two originally. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah um, I agree with that. That's good. I'm gonna good go with uh, CCV uh, at three. I'm gonna go with yeah. Austin Trusty at four. And then, actually, no, I'm going to go Walker Zimmerman at four and then Austin Trusty at five, um, just because okay. a little bit of a safety net there. So Chris Richards Austin. is out of your five. I, I just can't, I can't create, I can't create the world where he is not playing. Uh, potentially, yeah, he goes right into the top five. Okay. He's playing okay. consistently, I, but like where, where yeah, we're at right, now, right, right. like That's I just, I like, I just I like can't, the way I'm saying that. Like, I think we've got enough good players in. playing right now that it, I just can't give you a top five. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, Charlie's I like gonna that. Charlie's gonna put like in a one, but that's no, okay. I can. Okay, I could go CCV at three. Yeah, and Walker Charlie, what do you got, man? Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Reem one. So I agree with you there. Cameron Carter Vickers is my two. Uh, he's the best defender in Scotland for a Celtic team, and showed in the World Cup that he's got the quality mm-hmm. and the experience, and he's he's smart. So I'm I'm gonna go with Cameron Carter Vickers is my two. My three is probably going to be miles robinson just based on fitness and and his ability to cover ground i still think he needs to improve a little ways my four is chris richards yes i know he's not playing but he's 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 at crystal palace he's in the prem he's playing behind (laughs) he's playing he's playing behind two two quality center backs it's not like he's no he's fourth in the depth chart now like he's not even three he's playing behind two quality Center backs and behind, start behind three on their, their 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 nations that are. He got a new coach and he's still not playing. I mean, play. Yeah. All right, regardless. Okay, and then <laughs> regardless, <laughs> he no gave regardless. us the regardless. <laughs> I can't talk. I gave you one, uh, two, and like a whole bunch of threes. Uh, yeah. like, <laughs> and and my fifth, my good fifth, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Hold on, breaking news, breaking news, real quick. <laughs> Union just beat Real Madrid, going on to the semifinals. Let's go, wow. Major League Soccer development. Them in penalties. Uh, almost choked on the fifth shooter up a goal. They missed it, went into extra shots. But yeah, just a quick little that. update for anybody that. that's not watching. Beautiful. You can see all that, by the way. These games are all right. kind of crazy. And fifth, fifth was would have been Mark McKenzie. But his his national team form, he just hasn't it hasn't clicked for him yet. Just because he's playing every week in Belgium. But Charlie, I, didn't I, you I, tell Jimmy just to give you the five and now you're 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 prefacing <laughs> who's not your fifth? My, my, giving, I'm, telling, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what you told Jimmy go one, two, three, four, five. No, you can't, would have been. You can't, I got a lot of would have been regardless. We're talking about who is regardless. regardless. I'm, I'm saying now he's shifted out and Austin Trusty is my fifth okay. center back. I do be like that. So, no, no, Zimmerman does not make my top five. Okay, that's fair. As, as opposed so, to you. Okay, both. now, now, John, John Brooks, as, as Adam has said in the comments, had one of his best games in probably a year. And now everybody wants him to be in the top five. Only 30 years old. Would Anthony Hudson, 
I don't exactly call him in for this US Mexico game. But do, but do you consider bringing him back in for this summer? Any of these summer activities, boys? Because what? Yeah, Zach Steffen was out. Him or now Tim he's Reem. in. Peppy was Tim, in. Him or yeah, Tim okay. Reem, though. Like, I mean, you can bring them both in for sure. I think that's great. But like, you got two big left-footed, good ball-playing center backs. It's great to have that level of depth. That secures that. Need, Maybe but not yeah, you need switchers, a contrast. Like, your, your center back um, pairing, you need a contrast. You can't have yeah. two of the same guys, in my humble opinion. But again, if you're John Anthony Brooks and you're putting um, uh, Robinson next to him and, or a CCV that's got some pace to cover on on the turn and things like that, we talked the same about Tim Ream for a long time of like, can he play in a high line? Does he have the speed? He's good with the ball at his feet. He's better in a low block and all those things. And he's been able to make those adjustments having somebody good next to him. So John Anthony Brooks, why, why not? But I do think you obviously can't play. You're not going to play both of them together. No, right, absolutely right. not. Yeah. Okay. Any thoughts on John Brooks, Charlie? No, I have no? nothing, nothing, nothing about John John Brooks. Do you think? Do you think if he continues to play well, that they should consider calling him back in, or do you think we're ready to move on uh, from him given what? No, previous. I think like what what's we, the? I, I think what we saw from John Anthony Brooks is just a lack of uh, real commitment. Um, it, you you never saw the passion f- to play with this group with the U.S. national team. There was not like a f- a real fight from him. And just because of that, whether he's playing or not, and and he has been inconsistent, and he's, you know, he hasn't really played all that much. But just because he's played a month, you're willing to say he's back to one, two, or three on the depth chart? No, that's that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. For me, I just haven't seen, and I think we can all agree, there hasn't been like a, I really want to play. This is this is something I I I want to be a part of. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. That, that that's it's just uh, if it happens it happens like I'm cool and, and that for me that's you you're not gonna be in my top five with that that mentality. Do you think that let's let's well I guess I feel like I want to bring it back to this Mexico game because do we want to this upcoming game where the window's not open? Do you think it's an opportunity to instead of bringing a walker in, for instance, and and I just want to say for the record that I have a soft spot for Walker Zimmerman. I, I think of anybody that's in the player pool that I relate to the most, just being a little bit of an older center back, got his opportunity late. I know he was part of youth national teams and I wasn't. Uh, similar playing styles in some ways. Uh, I, I I just got a soft spot for the guy, and I don't want to discount how important I thought his dependability is and his consistency. Are there other guys that have more talent? He would probably say yes, they are, but but you still have to go out there and realize that talent and that potential, and some of these other guys haven't either due to circumstance or injury or whatever it may be. And if you got somebody in there that can do the job and be, and be that uh, solid, I think is, is important to have in any team. Okay. I just wanted to say that and get that off my chest. Now that said with this U S Mexico game coming up, as much as I think Walker should be right in the mix for that. I do think that there's an opportunity to bring in the Josh winders to bring in the, the Jalen Neal's. And, and I know that we tried that in the January camp, but, but to give these guys that opportunity in these high pressure situations, so they can start to actually be, really part of this this these options moving forward in case the mark mckenzie's and the chris richards like maybe they have those careers where i'll look at chris richards where he's always almost there he's an almost guy he's a nearly guy but he never actually takes that step and and makes a position his own for his club team and then what do you do with that the talent's there but he's never being the guy so i know i've kind of gone off on a tangent it's part of my charm but uh, i don't know if you guys want to jump in on this Okay, clearly they do not. <laughs> so let's Charlie. talk about this. Let's hold talk your about ground, this. Charlie. Hold your ground. No, hold your ground, Charlie. Regardless, regardless, I think I should have had Cameron Carter-Vickers a little higher on my list. All right. Well, speaking of a, of a situation where a player that we know has got a ton of talent but hasn't been playing a lot, let's talk about Christian Pulisic because Frank Lampard, and I never thought I would say this ever again, but he's back in charge of Chelsea and is going to be in that position at least until the end of the season. And uh, even though Lampard wasn't sold on Pulisic initially, he came around and played him a lot. And Christian played very, very well underneath mm-hmm. Super Frank. And so I wonder what that looks like with regard to Christian and, and his future with the club and, and if he can take advantage of these minutes that might be coming his way. And Charlie, I'll come to you first as our resident attacker. What are your thoughts on Super Frank coming back to take care of Chelsea? I mean, it's for for Frank Lampard. It's it's a win win. You just got sacked from Everton. You got sacked from Chelsea. Yeah, failing you upwards. Prob- what a you, you pro- <laughs> yeah. You probably weren't going to get another opportunity 
in the Prem. You'd have to go back to the championship. So in his case, the expectations are low. I'm looking at the matches they have at Wolves, at Real Madrid in Champions League. So if you were to somehow get by Real Madrid, you're going to have options after this. And then the, the expectations are you probably beat Wolves. Then you have a Brighton team that's super strong at the moment. You you play the return leg of Real Madrid at home. You got Brentford, Arsenal, at Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest at home, but Man City and Newcastle. Realistically, you're only winning three games. That That's probably the expectations. If he does better than that, it's a big win for him. He, the Chelsea faithful love him even more. And at the end of this, at the end of this season, he, he's not he's just a caretaker. They're trying to get U, Julian Nagelsmann. They're trying to, to to bring in a big manager. He will have an option in the Prem, whether it's a team coming up looking for a new manager or so you're talking about new, Lampard. Got it, got it. Yeah, got it. yeah, he's got yeah, nothing to lose that, taking this job. Nothing to yeah, lose. Yeah, nothing. Zero. Uh, and, and how does Chelsea, it impact Christian? Christian's got some good numbers. <laughs> playing for him he does but let's be realistic as well they they spent a lot of money on 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 these players who have just come in they have chris christopher and cuckoo who's coming in but it's it's for lampard it's about getting mudrick going it's about getting enzo fernandez going it's about getting these players comfortable with the system (laughs) and giving them opportunities he's not going to go revert back to giving guys who really aren't seen as the future at Chelsea chances to play that that's just not what that's not They've what got so many players on the roster it is unreal but yes uh, Kovacic is a player who played a lot under Frank Lampard he's going to play a lot um Havertz never got going never got yeah. never got going under Frank Lampard but has proven himself since so I think Havertz is going to play a lot uh, Kovacic Conte's back and Conte is going to be a difference maker because Conte's been injured for most of this, most of uh, Graham Potter's reign, so now all of a sudden, maybe Frank Lampard feels like I have a chance to move this team forward and and surprise a lot of people. Well, we'll see what what it ends up with. Heath, twelve goals and five assists for Christian Pulisic and thirty three starts under Frank Lampard. Clearly, when when he plays for Super Frank, good things tend to happen. I mean, that's a that's a goal scoring contribution, one every two games. Yeah, they're 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 really good numbers, and it's all about obviously we know with with uh, Pulisic, it's all about that comfort. So, uh, but I still think it comes down to the fact that like you come in with a new mindset as a manager, and you're just trying to find ways to get the results. You're not looking to, you know, you're going to look at Christian's body language, you're going to look at it, you're going to give him his chance, and then you're going to see if he rewards you. But otherwise, you're talking about a massive depth of roster, and nobody's really playing out of their minds right now. And so you're going to be trying to figure out like how do I simplify this? Maybe you go with the guys you trust. Maybe there is a little bit of that, but there's also like you look at the players that he brought in, and 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 if you're Lampard, you're probably like, I I like what I have to work with. I don't necessarily need to go with Pulisic here. Maybe, I'm gonna go I, with, I, you know. Oh, he's got yeah, so many I, options. I, I, go ahead. I, I would say, uh, Jimmy, I just I would just say the tactics that Frank Lampard is going to use is going to be, I think, very telling to to know if if Christian's going to get an opportunity because if he stays in the three five two that Bruno used against Liverpool. That's a that's a formation yeah, that right. Christian's never going to play in. He's not right. going to be in a three-five-two, and the three-four-three that they use against Villa. Okay, I think it's a better opportunity. But if he goes back to the four-three-three that he was using when he was at Chelsea, Joao Felix, you have Sterling, you have Mudrik, and then Christian is he'll get an opportunity. But Mason Mount yeah. is also a player who hasn't been used, but Frank loved him. Yeah, yeah, and it's I think a, that's the, the one was... player. Yeah, the joke that, was that he was really playing Lampard's son, you know? So, yeah, Mason yes. Mount's definitely playing moving forward. So, I, I, I would say that's probably going to be the, the hurdle for Christian is that, one, you have invested in so many of these players coming into Chelsea that, over the past six months, but then you throw in a player like Mason Mount who who wasn't used all that much, who probably gets his chance again under Frank. Yeah, it's interesting. I look at the list of Chelsea's players, and there's about 50,000 of them. But Christian isn't the only one that I think needs to make a move in the summer. You just got to get out of the situation. Got to get out. <laughs> got to get out. I mean, you got Hakeem Ziyech, who I think needs to go. Zachariah probably needs to go. Chalaba in the back maybe needs to go. Uh, Kovacic could be on the move. Uh, Loftus-Cheek. I mean, this just goes on and on and on the list. And they've got a ton of guys out on loan who are probably thinking like, what? And Lukaku's one of them. I could come back to, to what? So, yeah, interesting situation and times for Chelsea Football Club. So we'll see 
what they plan on doing and how that impacts our very own American superstar, Christian Pulisic. All right, we're going to take our second and last break of In Soccer We Trust. When we come back, we're going to talk about some referees and them trying to knee players in the balls. (laughs) Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You hear that? Your dog knows. Spring is coming sooner than you think. Dog walks, dog parks, playing fetch, all the stuff your dog loves to do with you. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas and ticks are in the grass, in the woods, and even on their dog friends. Fleas are an itchy nuisance, can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot, but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. PetMeds has your furry friend protected with the best products to prevent flea and ticks all year long. PetMeds pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including Nexgard, Simperica, and more. And PetMeds AutoShip helps you save even more with additional discounts on regular shipments of PetMeds, dog food, and other high-quality supplies. So get ready for all the spring fun now. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's PetMeds.com and promo code PODCAST. Yes, if you didn't see that because you're listening to it on your podcast platform of choice, we just ran an ad for the new Golasso Network. It is dropping and our very own Charlie Chuckwagon Davies is going to be a part of it very heavily. Every day, I think. Right, Chuck? I mean, morning footies uh, is going every morning. And yeah, you know what? I just I need I need more Chuck Davies in my life. And Alexis Guerreros is on there, Nico Contour and Susanna Collins. I mean, that show in particular is gonna be lights out. And hey, don't forget you. I know I you're pop gonna be on, on it. I might a pop bit. on every once in a while. No, no special guest appearance. Oh, guys, I'm just over here. Let me know if you need me, okay? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Hollywood, you're in Hollywood. You gotta make sure you're you're making inroads in that section of the country. But yes. I'm like Chris Richards in my playing time right now, guys. You know what I mean? Third and fourth in the depth chart, but Charlie still puts him in third in his <laughs> ranking. You know, yeah, honestly, you're like Chris Richards of the group, Keith. Um, and, and hopefully, uh, people still rate you very, very highly despite yeah, that. Yeah. All right, so as I teased before, we got a little talk about a referee that uh, went out of his way to, in, in kind of a scrum. If you didn't see this down in in Mexico, uh, the ref uh, Fernando Hernandez, he. Basically needs some guy, one of the players that was allegedly, allegedly. I mean, you see the video. It's, it's. <laughs> I don't know if he got him clean, but there was intent oh, he got, he got in the, in the court him. of law, Jimmy. It's allegedly until he's been charged by a court of law. I guess he has. He's gotten a ban. He's gotten. Well, his so so he need he need uh, Leon's Lucas Romero, and uh, Romero came out and said, obviously referees are human beings. Many times they can make mistakes, and those mistakes end up developing into what happened, a lot of misunderstandings. But this ref got a 12-game ban. He is out for 12 games, 12-match ban. Do you guys think that's a fair punishment for a ref? And and do you guys have any stories of a ref kind of like doing something that they shouldn't have done? Because we expect referees to always be cool and calm, but to to what Lucas Romero said, these guys are human beings. They're going to react at some point. There's a breaking point for everybody especially in the heat of a moment, a lot of emotion. But these guys get taught to kind of balance that. I I only bring that up because I once had a referee tell me to go F myself after I gave him a little lip. And I'm like, what? What the? Did he just tell me to go F myself? I couldn't believe it. And and I guess we feel like we can just say whatever we want to the referees. And more often than not, we don't get cards unless it's like right in their face or it's overly egregious. But uh, I I still laugh to this day about that guy telling me to go F myself. He, I, I think you both know when it came to me dealing with referees, I tried to make them my best friend. I, I don't come, come, hey, come, can, can you see I'm getting kicked? You know, hey, we're, you know, keep that conversation going. We're friends. We're You're killing with kindness. You go with the kill with, with kindness, man. Kill with kindness. And sometimes we're like, come on, I know you saw that. I know you saw that. <laughs> so you're working then, the refs with, yeah. with kindness. Always, always. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I start there, but I wouldn't end up there. That's for sure. I might I be actually, trading jerseys with a ref at the end. Of yeah, the day. yeah. I I mean, I <laughs> I I think 
when when they, he came they out tell and, Heath by the way that ah this is for my grandma I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah I can't even get the ref's jersey when I try to change shirts you know <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, I know I think uh, when he came out and said you know referees are humans and whatever I think at that point the punishment feels harsh right because then you humanize the ref and you go oh yeah like we're all capable of doing something stupid and 12 games is an extreme thing now they are in a position of power and it should be judged as such but i also think that there's a lot of interaction that we have that the game has gotten because of all the cameras and all the angles has gotten so crazy and we all want like the most extreme punishments for all these things that you remove the human element but to have a player say that like i don't think i would have said that i would have been like yo meet me in the parking lot you know like this guy <laughs> like you did this thing you crossed this line and and i get held to a high standard so you need to be held to a higher standard but I've, you know, I've had referees that, that, you know, you, there are referees that taunt you, that get in your face, that make these power plays that are like this kind of some men, at least that have this like macho, like, like you can't like come over the top of me attitude and mentality. And it winds you up more, right. As opposed to having conversations, some, some are unapproachable, uh, in that sense. And this one was just a good old fashioned, you know. You're walking that way. I'm walking this way. And my knee just happens to go uh, <laughs> in a forward pathway. Um, but he lost his cool. I think I think you have to make an example of it because it's rare that we see this type of thing. But I, I, I do think that I like the humanizing of it and not this over dramatization of like, should he be kicked out for life? You know, uh, and that sort of thing. I, I like that. They were kind of like, yeah, people it's the first mistakes. time I've seen a referee strike a player, though. Um, and, and this this wasn't like a just like a finger touch or, or like a push. This is a proper knee. It could have been harder, but it's a, it's a, he definitely went meant to make contact. And part of me is saying, okay, I've elbowed a player. I've gotten a, a, a five match ban uh, before that I, that I served while I was with the U S men's national team. But does, should a ref be given that same standard of five match ban or, or should you make an example so that, Reps never have it in their mind that they could touch a player. Uh, I say five match ban. These five guys, match, you know? yeah, 12, 12, I, I like five like a lot. 12, Twelve just feels good. like it. Just, dude, look at it's the picture. Fun. He's being swarmed by two teams. We, let's be honest. The three, we, we, I don't we, care we, how much we, Charlie we, is. We, 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 we have referees, by the way. We have to do absolutely so abused referees before in the worst of ways. What? Right? Whether and, 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 verbally, yeah, yeah, but verbally. Like, that's yeah, but Charlie, a visceral, a visceral, a visceral re- yeah. <laughs> that is a t-shirt, by the way. Charlie, hurt people, hurt That's people, words. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That is words. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm not, I'm not making physical contact. But, but Charlie, words, every words physical are what fight are the with words. Physical contact. Yeah. <laughs> every, you, don't you words. remember in middle school? I know you were in like a, a boarding school, so maybe they didn't fight each other in their collared shirts, but like in my school's growing up. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie had It started with words, yeah. It started with words. You're, you're, in your middle school, people were like, my father. My father will have you arrested you know, if, you have, if, if you have those. My father is the CEO of a Fortune 500 yeah. company. You cannot talk to me like that with those words. Mine was two words said the wrong way and the wrong look led to fists. And that's the way right. it was. Yeah. yeah. Fisticuffs. <laughs> yeah. So occasionally it leads to 12 matches. Yeah. 12 so, matches. So I, I think that this actually should generate a conversation as to the swarming of the referees. I know they've talked about it before, but. There's no way that even though FIFA's saying, hey, you can give yellow cards to anybody that approaches you in an aggressive manner or whatever the, the rule is. And I'm sure Ooh. Christopher Walken's Ooh. like, Jimmy Ooh. doesn't even know what he's doing. He understand <laughs> whatever, dude. I'm not going to read the TLDR rules yeah. uh, to, to this. But, but there's no way a ref's going to go out there and just throw 11 yellow cards to everybody that approaches him and swarms him. It's just not going to happen, right? So, <laughs> so, so how, I don't know how you, 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 would, you would be that guy. Yeah. You would be that ref. We got some some funny comments, man. Charlie Draco (laughs) Malfoy Davies. Charlie went to Brooks Academy. Christopher, my father, the inventor of the toaster strudel. Oh, man, there's some good stuff. There's a a button. But don't don't you tell like, how do you do that? How do you get How do you get away from that? If you've ever been swarmed in any situation, like I know it's in a game, right? I've been swarmed by yellow jackets. Yeah, yeah. But but like there is naturally a fight or flight mode or an energy shift that at some point, you might lose your cool. This ref well, like, like for instance, let's say Charlie did because he's already admitted that he would dive from time to time. So let's say he did a dive and it was so blatantly obvious that it was not a foul. Me and you, Heath, as defenders, would like, dude, get up, you punk. Like, why are you diving? 
and trying to take advantage of a situation where there was no need to then, do that. Then I shoot up on my feet and get Yeah, because of my words, yeah. Charlie, because of my words. Yeah. You would be trying to get physical contact because of my words. <laughs> but but that's a, a moment where you would, you, would, you, would, you would pop up and you'd want to, to his point, your energy would change because now you're on the defense. You want to try to defend your honor, I guess, in that, in that moment. And, and then you get swarmed. Charlie. You're going to get swarmed by a lot of people. Then everybody's going to come in, and then the referee's going to have to get in the middle of it, and and sh- this shit's going to hit the Charlie. Thing. Charlie scores an Aztec, it taunts the fans, and then one when one decides he's going to wait for him and clock him in the parking lot, going like, hey, "Those were words," <laughs> <laughs> you know. Those That's were thinking, words. Like, <laughs> thinking leg is an action. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's yeah. just I it was excited. You know, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. All right, we're talking about some international competition. The CONCACAF Champions League quarterfinals are into the first legs, and the Philly Union did the business at home against Atlas 1-0. He got peppered in the first half. Uh, Andre Blake had to make some saves, as he does, as one of the best goalkeepers in the league. Uh, They got a red card in their favor in the second half. It took a while for them, uh, or actually at the end of the first half, it took a while for them to, to really gain that advantage. They end up getting a penalty, which was a bad penalty. And uh, hopefully that Charlie's muted because he's making fun of me right now. But um, they end up getting the 1-0 win. Now they got to go down to Mexico, into Guadalajara, and try to beat Atlas. That's going to be very difficult. But LAFC, I want to talk about them. They dismantled Vancouver over... uh, Oh, yeah. Dennis Buanga is fantastic. Two goals and one assist. He leads the competition with five goals. He's got eight goals and three assists in all competitions. The most by any MLS player this season. He is on fire but uh heath is our resident lafc expert uh 3-0 over vancouver and like one in vancouver they're gonna look like they're gonna play the winner of philly and atlas um which i still think that game's in the balance that that yeah. ties in the balance but lafc look fantastic right now yeah they're good uh i mean the reality is and when i talked to steve trundolo obviously former teammate of all of us recently Were you guys at coffee with the whole thing u.s men's national team coaching just staff ran it just <laughs> I run into people at coffee shops. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta just put yourself out there and good things happen. Um, but he was talking about the, the depth, right? Cause the, the reality is, is when you do win in major league soccer, when you win and there is a punishment with being the best, right? There's just rules because you got to renew your players. You got to resign players. And there's just constraints to all of that. It's very, very, uh, difficult to sustain a team that's won the first year and continue that on because of just the dynamics of, of the financials. But he talked about how they're sort of one player off of having the depth that they had last year, an attacking player. Um, and you're seeing that now. So now they get this comfortable result. They can actually start to rotate their squad. Um, and they're, I mean, you look at them and you're like, take one out, put one in. Um, and, and they've got that depth to, to put a different squad out on the field to get a result in the second leg and focus on, on other things. It's one of the few teams that I've seen, at least in the league, have depth where you're like, Oh, you might be actually 16, 17 players deep in terms of ones that you can put on the field and trust to, to be able to close out a result or get a result. Um, but they're, I mean, they're in great form right now. And they can, they've got a rotation of three center backs. They've got a rotation of four midfielders. You know, they obviously the lean up top, but um, on the wings, they've got some, some, some balance. But yeah, it's a um, good team. Okay. And then, uh, Charlie, I'm going to come to you. I want you to talk about, you know, all the teams now. We got uh, Violette lost 5-0 to Leon 5, uh, and then Tigres beat uh, Matagua 1-0. And I think that Tigres will probably end up going through and doing the business there. Who do you like getting into the semis? Who do you like to win this thing overall, Chuck? It could be, you know, you want it to be an MLS side. And I think I think the union have have taken a step back this year. And if they didn't have Andre Blake, it would it would be really downhill, a steep a steep fall from from being one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. So I, I just think they need very, to very quick though. As you say that, mm-hmm. step back. Do you think Philadelphia Union have actually taken a step back, or do you think teams are just more prepared for how they like to play? Or th- maybe it's, it's, maybe it's a mix of I, both. Maybe it's a mix. Yeah, of both. I'd say it's a, it's. A, I think it's a mix of both. One figuring out the two strikers and in Carranza and Mikelua and Mikelua, I is just not as clinical as you need him to be given all the chances he has. And then Carranza, I think he was playing at his best. His peak was what you had last year. I, I, it doesn't get better for Carranza. So Carranza had his his career year last season, and so teams now figure are figuring out what the union do. And it's not that they have changed the way they play. They have always played that way, but 
Now they had two strikers that they could kind of play off of one another that they didn't have in the past. Now that you've figured that out, how how else have they kind of reinvested in the squad? And without without Kai Wagner in that first leg, you really saw a deficiency because, yeah, Harrell can get up and down the, the left flank, but he's a right-footed player. And, and they rely heavily on their outside backs to provide width. You, you're just seeing that them not being as effective as effective enough. And they don't they haven't ever really played in a style that is so beautifully, beautifully done, you know, or orchestrated. It's it's really transition. It's a transitional game. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they're very aggressive. They get up and down north and south very quickly. But it, it's a little bit better than Red Bulls, but not much better when you're talking about the look of it. So I think that. They're, they're not going to go far in this competition. I think if you you look at LAFC as being a, a, a group that can win this and they'd have to beat Tigres, Tigres in, in the next round, and I think that's going to really look like the, the championship to get to a final. If they beat Tigres, for me, LAFC win, win the CCL. Yeah, it'd be cool to see LAFC do the business for a whole bunch of reasons. And of course, you know, we're big Steve Chirondolo fans here, but uh, Tigres LAFC final would be great. That final happened a couple of years ago. Tigres came from behind to win that one. It was heartbreaking because LAFC were on the precipice of being that MLS team to finally win the CONCACAF Champions League. And the Sounders finally did it last year. So back-to-back MLS teams win this competition would be fantastic as this continue, this competition continues to evolve in different ways. As more and more competitions enter the fray here. Moving forward, I'm kind of looking at the League's Cup. All right. Now, before I let both of you guys go, let's pick one game this weekend that we're going to be keeping our eyes on and that we want our audience to keep their eyes on as well. Heath Pierce, I'll come to you first. Anywhere in the world, domestic, abroad, wherever you want, what's the one game you're definitely watching this weekend? Or maybe it's the one you're calling for Apple TV. I'm not even sure. Dude, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I haven't even looked at the weekend yet. <laughs> like, there is there is so I much going go. on with Champions League and and all all the youths playing this honesty. week that that I I have not turned my my attention to the weekend. Although I am going to be doing uh, SKC Colorado, so that's probably the one I'm most excited about because uh, that's got zero zero written all over it. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see if SKC uh, can get the first win of the season. Thank Talk you so you. much, Jimmy, for the uh, insight into what that game is going to be. <laughs> yeah, um, for, hashtag for me, analysis. I, I want to do one in Europe and one here. Okay, Chuck. I'll I'll start with the Europe, and that's Crystal Palace and Leeds. Yeah, good um, one. Big implications, right, on mm-hmm. on survival. Leeds is moving up 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 the up the table and. You know, Weston McKinney has been a big part of, of that reason, just covering so much ground, being right. being the player we always want him to be, right, with the U.S. Men's National So I'm happy about that. And Brendan Aronson there. So you got your two Americans, Tyler Adams still on the mend. And then here in Major League Soccer, Cincinnati Cincinnati hosting the Union. Yeah, that, 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 that was a big matchup last season. I, I love the fact that you got Jim Curtin, um, you know, trying to get, get his side going again. Versus the assistant, um, former assistant for the union in, in um, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Pat Noonan. Uh, Pat Noonan. Mm-hmm. So Pat Noonan, Chris Albright in, in, in with with the Cincinnati and, and you just feel like this is this is the matchup right now for, for these two clubs. So yeah, I'm, like I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited as well. And I'm going to add to, I'll do one of each. I'll just say quickly, I want to see Frank Lampard and Chelsea take on Wolves and who starts. I'm looking at Christian Pulisic. Hopefully that happens. That's going to be a good one. Um, maybe I'll add Bruce Dortmund, Union Berlin, because you have Jordi Pifok potentially not playing. He hasn't been starting recently. And Gio Reyna didn't even play against Bayern Munich uh, last week. So we'll see if he's still in the doghouse with Ed and Tursich. And then domestically, I really like the Seattle Sounders and St. Louis City. I think that's going to be a great match. It's in Seattle. See if Jordan Morris can keep up his incredible goal-scoring streak, and uh, we'll see if St. Louis can rebound from their first-ever loss in franchise history. So, yeah, a lot to unpack there. Great games all over the world, of course, for a lot of different implications in different ways. But uh, And one last thing before we let you go. Make sure you vote for us. This is the last day to make it happen. Okay? We are up 
for the best sports podcast award in the soccer category. So take a minute out of your day, please, to vote. The link is in the description. And today, as I just mentioned, is the last day to vote. So please, we would really appreciate your support. So take it to the next level. Please. We want you guys to you have don't, a Charlie's got to sell his boat. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, yeah, Charlie might have to sell one no, of his 17 I'm, boats. I'm keeping those. Yeah, not the yacht. I mean the boat that connects <laughs> the, boat, the yacht to the, the land. The boat, the boat, not the yacht. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting, we're getting a shout here from Studio Calf who says, I was told if I vote for you in the pod awards, I get a ride on Charlie's yacht. I, 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 I'm okay with that. Cool I don't know how Charlie's going to yeah. feel about it. He might have to run. No, we'll take a ride to Nantucket. That's, a, that's fine. <laughs> we'll make that happen. All right, everybody. On behalf of Producer Des, Producer Alex, Charlie Heath, and myself, Cream Cheese, Conradino Conrad, thank you for listening and watching The Soccer We Trust as always. And we'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Later. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.